0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of Surviving Fandom. In this episode, I'll continue talking about fan fiction. I apologize for the late episode. I had a literary festival this weekend, and so all my brain power has been geared towards that, and I haven't had much bandwidth for myself to do much of anything else. So last episode, I talked about fan fiction, and um, I felt like a little bit I went off the rails, Um, felt like I was heading in one direction and then landed someplace else. And um, not that any of the information was bad information, but I kind of want to... Back up a little bit and explain a little bit more about the platforms um, that I was talking about. I t- talked with a friend with a friend of mine, and and she pointed out that she didn't know what Ao3 was. And um, when I had first started this podcast, I thought that this would be mainly for people who were already in fandom and. Um, had a working knowledge of all of these things and now I've come to realize that perhaps I should uh, go step by step and talk about each um, different aspect because even if you have been in fandom you might not know about some of the platforms that people use or you do but you don't know how they work exactly so um I wanted to just start by saying that when I first started writing, um, as bef- as I said before, I I posted on a website and sometimes I would post on LiveJournal, which LiveJournal I believe is still in use. Um, actually, I know it's still in use, but uh, I was never a huge fan of LiveJournal, and I'm not sure why. It just it just wasn't the platform that I really enjoyed, and I felt like it was hard to find people on there. I didn't find it to be very intuitive, and um, I just I would kind of cross post. So I would post on um, the Spuffy Realm. And then I would sometimes post the same thing on LiveJournal. And um, I have actually found um, fix on there that I wasn't able to find anywhere else. Um, So I know that people are still posting there. I still don't find it a very intuitive site, but maybe I'm just used to other platforms now and that's the problem. But anyway, so there's LiveJournal, and the other, the other site that I would post on, uh, mostly my Marvel stuff, um, and I think I, yeah, no, it was mostly Marvel, I did a little bit of Game of Thrones, but mostly um, I just posted my Loki and Jane fanfic on fanfiction.net, which most everybody has heard of, and a ton of people post on that site maybe even started out posting on that site until archive of our own um began and uh fanfic fanfiction.net has a ton of different fanfiction i mean it's just it's a hotbed of fanfiction for anything that you're looking for um I don't find it to be as easy to use as Archive of Our Own so I stopped posting on there and I found that a lot of the people that posted comments on Fix on there were kind of rude and I've never really understood their rating system at all, and um, so I'm going to explain the rating system to you. Um, I mean, when it's all written out, it makes sense, but when you're posting it, it doesn't feel very um, natural. So here are the ratings. So on fanfiction.net, There is a K rating, which is content suitable for most ages, usually those aged five and older. So it's kind of like the equivalent to a G rating. K plus, and I don't understand the use of K, by the way. I just... I guess because they they were not able to use the um, the movie ratings and the TV show ratings because I guess it was um, because it's copyright so they weren't able to use that so they came up with this other kind of um, rating system but I still I don't. I don't get it. So K plus, some content may not be suitable for young children, usually those below nine years of age. There may be minor violence without serious injury, mild suggestive material, or minor coarse language that is justified by content, context, equivalent to PG. Okay, so then we have T, which is equivalent. I guess I could just read what the equivalents are, because most people know what those ratings are. I think it's the MPAA. Anyway, um, T is equal to PG-13, M is equal to R, and MA is equal to 9, and C-17. I don't think that actually fanfiction.net has ma i think they they just go to m at from what i understand okay so according to wikipedia fanfiction doesn't.net does not allow for a ma rating and um i didn't like the format of fanfiction.net because Man, talk about not intuitive. It was just very difficult. Whereas on LiveJournal and Archive of Our Own, you can paste your story into the the text box. For fanfiction.net, you had to first upload the story. So you had to separate it out into a document that you could upload before you could get it into the to a text box to post. And it was just a long and arduous process. And there was a period of time on fanfiction.net where they were really cracking down on the ratings and they were planning on doing a purge of stories that had explicit content because, like I said, they don't have the MA rating and, um, mature was not supposed to be very explicit. However, that never happened because I can, I posted my stories thinking that they were going to be deleted because I wrote explicit sex scenes and I can tell you right now that they were never deleted. And, um, so, I didn't have to worry about that and I never saw anybody else or heard of anybody else um, getting deleted. Now there is um, one thing I want to point out about fan fiction is that some authors, if you're writing um, from books, so if you're in a book uh, fandom and you want to write stories about that, you really need to check to find out if there if if you can post the fanfiction because I have heard a lot of horror stories of people attempting to write um fanfiction based off of Anne Rice novels, particularly Interview with the Vampire, and having and Rice come after them with her attorneys and, um, writing cease and desist letters. And as far as I know, according to Wikipedia, um, works that were authors that would not allow people to write fan fiction of their stuff is as I said, Anne Rice, and Rice, P. N. Elrod, Archie Comics. Really? How are they getting around the whole bughead thing? Then I don't know. How are they getting around Riverdale? I. All right. Well, maybe nobody's posting Riverdale though, because they're, but they're certainly posting them on archives. So I'm not. I don't get that. Maybe it's because it's not completely related to Archie Comics. I don't know. I'll have to look into that. Dennis L. McKiernan, Irene Radford, J.R. Ward, Laurel K. Hamilton, Nora Roberts slash J.D. Robb, really, seriously, Raymond Feist, Robin Hobb, Robin McKinley, and Terry Goodkind. So those are the authors that will not let you write anything about their characters because if you do, they will come after you and slap you with a lawsuit. There is also another site called Wattpad, and um, I'm not a big fan of Wattpad. I have tried to a read on there, and I've never actually tried to post on there because I just I don't like the format. Um, and It's just, (laughs) I have this thing about things being easy, and if things are difficult, then I don't want to use them. I mean, I feel like that's most people, though. I know there's a lot of people that really like Wattpad, and I know that some fanfiction authors have actually been discovered on Wattpad and then gone on to be published. Um, You can correct me on this, but I believe that's where um, Fifty Shades of Grey was discovered, but it was a um, Twilight, Edward and Bella fanfic. Um, gross. Anyway, so Wattpad is, is another one that people use and people write original fiction on that. They write original fiction also on fanfiction.net and on Archive of Our Own. And, um, Wattpad has their own rating system as well um but it's from what i have seen online um it's not heavily moderated and that and the two categories are mature for so basically readers 17 plus and then for everyone content that is appropriate for all ages which kind of sounds like a a um which what do you call those games, video games. (laughs) Anyway, so the one that I've landed on and the one that I have posted to most often is Archive of Our Own. And I just want to read this little bit about um, Archive of Our Own, a little bit of the history of Archive. And this is from Wikipedia, so you can look this up too, but I'm going to read it because i just want to. In 2007, a site called FanLib was created with the goal of monetizing fan fiction. Fan fiction was authored primarily by women and FanLib, which was run entirely by men, drew criticism, drew criticism. This ultimately led to the creation of the nonprofit organization for Transformative Works, which sought to record and archive fan cultures and works. OTW, Organization for Transformative Works, created Archive of Our Own, abbreviated AO3, in October 2008 and established it as an open beta beta, on November 14, 2009. The site's name was derived from a blog post by the writer Naomi Novik, who, responding to FanLib's lack of interest in fostering a fanish community, called for the creation of an archive of one's own. The name is inspired by the essay A Room of One's Own by Virginia Woolf, in which Woolf said that a writer needed space, time, and resources in order to create. Ao3 defines itself primarily as an archive, and not as an online community. Um, I did not know that history at all, actually, and I'm still not sure why they call why it's been shortened to Ao3. But you know what? We'll go with it. But um, according to Wikipedia. The site, So the site was created in 2008 and went into open beta in 2009. And as of December 2020, Archive of Our Own hosted 7 million works in over 40,000 fandoms. The site has received positive reception for its curation, organization, and design, mostly done by readers and writers of fanfiction. So it's basically archive is basically HTML um, coded, so it's a lot easier to um, to put your any like I said before, you can put your stuff like right in the bl- in the in the block. You, so you open it up and you can just paste your story in the block, edit it from there if you need to adjust things, add italics, whatever you have to do, and then post it. So. And there there is a rating system on Archive, and um, I have that. So there's G for general audiences, T for teen and up, M for mature, E for explicit, and then you have the option of not giving it a rating at all. And there's content warnings. Um, So if you need to um, make a warning about, oh, this this is, um, this could be potentially triggering and, um, have some, um, you know, like a, a character death or, uh, rape, non-consensual sex, underage sex, violence. Um, so it has those ratings, well, those, um, content warnings that you can click on so that when people go to archive, and they, and they see your story. They see a little square next to the story that has all the content information that you need to know about it. Plus, as I said in the previous podcast, archive has a tagging system so you can tag all of that stuff and I strongly urge you to use the tagging system as I said before because I for myself I rarely look at the little block next to someone's name for what I need to look out for and um so I read the tags and one thing that I find kind of difficult with tagging is that if there's a character death in in your in your fanfic and you don't want the audience to know that then um I think you can do something where you can add tags as you go along. And I have done this. I have not put in that I was going to have a kill a character off But I would put a note in the beginning of the story that, and in the tags, actually, I would even tag it that said um, tags will be added as needed. So that will give them a heads up, my audience the heads up that things could change. Because my, my problem with tagging works is that when you run into something like a character death, I don't, I know it's like, you don't want the, um, you don't want to upset your audience, but sometimes it's, it just has to happen. Or maybe you're sick like me and you kind of like upsetting the audience a little bit, (laughs) but, um, I'm evil. I know it. Um, but tagging character death can kind of ruin it because I can tell you that I've gone, I've read the the tag character death, and I've been. I've been that person that said, nope, not going to read it because I don't want to read about, you know, my favorite character dying. And it might not even be the character that everybody wants to read about. So if I'm writing a John and Sansa fan fiction and I kill off, let's say Peter Baelish, then I'm not going to, I don't want to stop someone from reading that story because Peter um, bites it at some point point and but John and Sansa are fine and um I have not gone into stories because I was afraid that they were going to kill off the main character and that does have major character death warning and minor character death warning but if you want your writers to be surprised then I think it's perfectly fine to say tags will be added as the story progresses So the other thing I like about archive is that you can pretty much write anything you want. And um, obviously like you can do the same thing on Tumblr. Um, But for a fan fiction website that's specifically devoted to fan fiction, um, archive I feel is the best because it is for any, anything and everything you want to write. Um, the thing about fanfiction.net is that they won't allow certain types of fanfiction. Um, so like, you know, reader insertion fix. So if you wanted to write a story about, let's say, um, Jon Snow and, and the reader, or you, um, you could not do that on fanfiction.net, but you could do that on Archive of Our Own. You can't do song fix, and song fics are when you take a song and you write around that song. Um, so you, oftentimes, a song fic will include lyrics of the song and then text you know, the story in between the lyrics, or the song goes at the start, and the rest is in, um, the, and then you have the story. I wrote a song fic once, um, and it was a John and Sansa one, um, and I wrote one about, um, John... Was at a party and he had a crush on Sansa, and he had a really hard time talking to her, and he just like clammed up every time she was around. And the song that I chose to have for that thick was "Creep" by Radiohead. Um, so that would not have that would not be allowed on fanfic. Um on fanfiction.net. And that's a copyright thing. Um, and I kind of get that, but I, I kind of feel like it's a, it's a hindrance. So pretty much on archive, I feel like anything goes. The thing I don't like about archives, anything goes policy is the the comment moderation You have to seriously, if you get a bad comment on a fic, you can report it. And my suggestion on that is if you get a bad comment, don't delete it right away because you're going to need to provide the URL of that comment so that the moderators of Archive can go back and look at it and decide from there whether or not it is... um, something that they can ban the the person for. Um, The thing about fanfiction.net and archive is that you can have anonymous readers pop in and leave comments and as we all know when somebody can go anonymous they're not very nice and so those are a lot harder to report I have never reported anything on fanfiction.net because I find I've always found that the um, moderators or whatever you want to call them are just very hands off, and I kind of feel that way about Archive too. I have reported things on Archive, like um, like threats or just harassment. I know people that have gotten death threats on there. I know people who have had death threats of their children on there. So people can get really freaking nasty when they're behind a keyboard. And um, behind a keyboard or is it behind a screen? Anyway, you know what I mean. But I don't like the fact that um, there doesn't seem to be any really hard and fast rules for what gets... What is allowed and what isn't allowed. It, it says that there there are and there are guidelines that you have to follow, and you can read them, you can read about them if you need to report something. But I have found that in my experience, the things that I have reported have not. Um, the person has been allowed to continue doing it, and also um, the same for my friends, even the people who have gotten uh, death threats the the people that were uh making those death threats were allowed to continue on doing that and and archive doesn't seem to have the capability of tracking down ip addresses to figure out okay this is the person that's sending this person death threats maybe we should put a stop to it um and so I kind of find that to be a problem. The nice thing about Archive, though, is that you can basically lock down your fic. So you can make it so that you can moderate the comments. Meaning, if you click on moderate comments, then um, you will get an email that said that of of a comment, and you can approve or deny it. So if you get a nasty one and you don't want to post it, you don't have to post it. You can just ignore it. And I highly suggest that if you start getting nasty comments on a fic, that you ignore it. And I would even go so far as to say, if you read within one or two lines and you know that this comment is going to be nasty, please just don't even read the entire thing because it's not worth getting upset over from some stupid troll that just wants to stir the pot. Just, just don't even bother with it. And remember, don't feed the trolls because they get off on your reaction. And when they don't get that reaction, eventually they will go away. Um, so you can do that. You can moderate the comments, so you can approve which ones go on and which ones don't. And you can also make it so that anonymous um, anonymous comments are not allowed. So only people that are registered with Archive can post a comment and I have done that too because sometimes as I said before anon's can be really cruel because they're cowards write down I mean that's that's what it is they're cowards so they're going to hide behind the anon even if they are registered on the site. And that's the other thing about Archive. And I know I keep going back and forth, but just bear with me. The other thing about Archive is that in order to be able to post your stories, you actually have to fill out an application. And then if it's approved, then you can post your stories on that site. And um, I know that there was a period of time in Archive where they didn't have, I think it was they didn't have enough um space for so many authors to be posting so sometimes you were allowed to just register and be immediately approved and sometimes you had to wait a little while and I know that it's hard if you want to leave a comment but you haven't been approved for being able to do that for, for, for being um, a member of Archive but you know there I, I hope that people understand that it's not because we're trying to keep you out it's just that people are assholes sometimes and you know when you're being bombarded constantly by trolls it can take its toll after a while no matter how much you tell yourself that you're just letting this roll right off of you sometimes it just takes a toll because you're like why am i even bothering to write this if all i'm going to get is nasty comments and it's hard to focus on the good comments when you're getting a slew of terrible ones and ones that, you know, aren't even about the story, but are just personal attacks on you and your writing. And it's clear that they've hate read or they just have a vendetta against you. So they're just going to leave a nasty comment. Um, some of them are actually quite amusing though, because it just goes to show you the amount of, well, I don't want to say the amount of, but how much brain power has not been used in some of these comments by these trolls. Um, So you can do that, or you can completely, completely lock your story down where nobody can comment. And um, I have not done that before, but I have been tempted. If you are getting comments that are nasty, you can always and you've just allowed anybody to go on there and comment, you can delete them. So there is that option. And I believe fanfiction.net has that ability too where you can delete comments that are are um, trollish. So there are I I just prefer archive and I think a lot of people do. I mean some people a lot of people have their favorites. Some people prefer to just post on Tumblr. Some people want to... And I mean, anything goes on Tumblr, pretty much. Well, until they had their, you know, big... Um, what is... What, what year was it? I can't remember what year it was, but it was a few years ago when they decided that the nipple could not show. So, um, that was a really sad day for a lot of porn blogs... And can we talk about that for a minute? Why are porn blogs interested in my posting of Game of Thrones and Ben Barnes? I don't freaking get it. I know they're probably just bots, but still, it's just a weird phenomenon. And I've started to um, delete those those blogs or, um, yeah, like block them on Tumblr because I don't, I I don't want my followers list to be a bunch of freaking porn blogs. Um, so anyway, as I was saying, so there's a lot of benefits to archive of our own. And I really, I really do like them also on archive. You can bookmark a lot of stories. So if you want to come back to something at a later time, you can bookmark story. And you can even just bookmark a chapter if you want to do that too, so that you can jump back in at another time. Um, and it allows you to leave notes. So um, that's, that's something. So if you're like, oh, I want to remember what the story is actually about, or where I left off, you can Write a little note so that when you're going through your bookmarks later on and you want to jump back in, you can read a little note that says, "Hey, this story is about blah blah blah, and you left out, you left off at blah blah blah." So there's a lot of benefits to archive. I really like them a lot. Um, and at certain points during the year, they do ask for donations, but you know, it's not, it's not like it's hard to to deny them because, um, or I should say it is hard to deny them because they do offer such a great service. And I figure I'm posting on there. I'm using their site. So why not donate to keep the site running? That just makes sense to me. Um, I hope I've covered the different, the different sites now um, what I, what I want to transition into next is actually the writing aspect. Now I know in my last episode, I said to write whatever you want, and I still stand by that to write whatever you want. However, there are certain rules in fan fiction writing that I feel like people should be aware of. And, um, I know that there's going to be some people that will poo-poo this, but I really think it's important that if you're going to write something that other people are going to consume, that you consider um, having somebody read it. If you have a friend, if you've met a friend online, have somebody read it and edit it for you or point out where it needs editing. I'm not just talking about About content. I mean, you certainly don't have to have anybody content edit your story. You can, I mean, I have not had people content edit my story and I've just posted, but I will always, always go back and reread it to make sure that I have used at least somewhat proper grammar, that it is readable, and that I'm not writing things that don't make sense or are misspelled or um, my biggest freaking pet peeve is when somebody writes a piece that is canon in Game of Thrones and canon means it's within the Game of Thrones universe and has to do with the text. When they write a canon fic and somebody says. Okay. I can't tell you how much that pops me right out of a story and makes me cringe and sometimes I have just given up reading on it completely because I don't understand how you can write a story that is in med- set in, you know, what, pre-medieval times and and use okay okay, did not come along for a very long time. Please stop using it. I started to read a fanfic the other day, and I had to stop reading it because, again, it was in canon, and somebody used the term hookup. Oh my god. Nobody used hookup in that time please do not put that in your fan fiction yes there are going to be people who read that and be like okay they probably didn't say that but i'm liking the story enough that i can overlook it look it but there are also other people that are like okay i can't read this anymore because they don't know what they're doing if somebody doesn't trust the fact that you can actually write a coherent story then they're not going to stay with you okay? And if you keep popping them out of the story because you're using phrases that are modern in something that is not set in modern period, then people are not going to want to read your fic. That's just the way that it is. And people want grammar. They want, they want commas. They want, they want quote marks. They want capitalization. They want grammar, people. Grammar. I am not saying that I am the best at grammar, but I can I can fake it pretty well. Maybe I use commas a lot, but at least it's readable. It's not something that looks like I um, just threw a bunch of words onto a page and said "fuck it." I'm not gonna write any. I'm not gonna put quotes around anything. I'm not gonna capitalize anything. I'm just gonna write. And have tremendously run, run on sentences and not use any punctuation at all. It, it, it's a problem. It makes my skin crawl. It burrows right under my skin and just makes me twitch. I can't stand that. A lot of people can't stand that and won't read it. So punctuation, grammar... And please do at least some research into what you're writing so that people aren't um, having to read things like okay in a fic that's that's set in like 1825. They didn't say okay then, okay? They didn't. And they definitely didn't say hook up. There's a lot of slang that is modern day slang that that gets used in these in fiction that should not be used if it's not in the correct time period. So please 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 look at that before you start posting. Also, when you're posting, please look at do a preview. That's the other thing about archive that I like and fanfiction.net. You can preview what is going to be posted. And if you preview and the fic looks like a big blob of just words with no breaks, no paragraphs, then there's... um, people like me who will be like, nope, I'm out of here. So make sure that it's formatted correctly. Make sure that it's formatted so that people can read it without their eyes hurting them because they're reading just a blob of text. Um, if you're also writing fan fiction in script style, you might, like you're writing a screenplay, There's there's some people that will read that And there are, I think there are a lot more maybe that won't, because when people are writing fan fiction and reading fan fiction, they, they want to have the fan fiction consumed like it's a book. So, um, having it in script style is not conducive to that. And especially if you're having to put in fade in, fade out, and you're just having like pages of, of, of dialogue and stage directions. That's just, that's not helpful for fan fiction. I cannot stand script style and I've seen it plenty of times and I I hate it. I can't read it. And there's also this other phenomenon in fan fiction where people don't like to read, um, I stories. So, um, (laughs) I stories where people don't like to read first person. Um, they like to read the third person narrative and not the first person narrative. I don't know why that is the case because I've read plenty of books that are in first person that I've absolutely loved. But I, I have to say I am that person that if I click into a story and it's from the first person narrative, I will not read it. I don't know what it is. I, I think maybe because I know the characters and I want, I want to know both sides because I already love these characters. That's why I'm reading about them. So I want both of their perspectives. And yeah, maybe down the line it switches. So I get both sides, but I, I just don't like first person in fan fiction and I know that it's a thing in fanfiction because I follow Archive of Our Own um, uh, f- on Facebook. There is um, a group for, for writers on there, and I've seen people complain about the first-person narrative. It's a really weird phenomenon. Some people like it. Some people don't. A lot more that I've come across don't like it. I'm one of those people. But like I said, you don't have to listen to me. I'm just giving you advice. I'm just making suggestions. Like I said, you can write whatever you want. As long as it's not harmful, racist. Um, Please don't write pedophilia. It's gross. Um, And uh, yeah. So anyway, I don't know. My train of thought just, just went out the window. I think I'm a little tired from, from the Lit Fest this weekend and my brain is, is not working with me right now. Um, but I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna end it here because I think I gave out a lot of information, hopefully some helpful information about, um, different fan fiction websites and, um, also, the great thing that I love about fanfiction.net and archive of our own is the fact that you can you can sort through stories by pairings or just one character, and you can also sort through stories by rating. And I am totally that bitch who will read all the explicit content because what? Why else am I there? I mean, really. Um, anyway. I just want to thank you for joining me in this episode and I am sorry if I have rambled on too much and hopefully I can start getting on a regular schedule again. Um, but we'll see because I have some stuff going on in the next weekend, but I will try my level best and maybe next time I can actually get into ship wars as I promised. So until next time, have a great week.